Alan Cross joins us on the line right now. Alan, good to have you on. As always, welcome to the program. Oh, glad to be here. So, Alan, I thought of you immediately when I heard that Pearl Jam announced their first studio album since 2013. They're going to have an extensive tour to go along with uh, Gigaton, which Gigaton, rather, Gigaton, I think that's what it is. Gigaton, the... uh, it's a unit of explosive force. It's equal to one billion tons of TNT. It's yeah, their... how you measure nuclear bombs. Right. It's their 11th studio album. Drops March 27th, and uh, they are going to start off their tour here in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena on March the 13th. And they are going to try and tackle scalpers through a new way of selling tickets, which will be mobile-only tickets that are not transferable. Um, you want to get into maybe the history first of how they've tried to, you know, tackle scalpers in the past, and if you think this is going to work? Well, uh, they they've been always trying to get fans first dibs on tickets. It goes all the way back to 1997 when they started fighting Ticketmaster over the whole service charge thing, and eventually they had to cave into that because Ticketmaster was such a monolith. They just couldn't work it out logistically back then. Now that's almost 25 years ago, so things have changed dramatically since then. What they're going to do now is they've got this mobile-only thing. This is something that has been tried in the U.K. after the last over the last couple of years. The idea is that tickets are tied to a specific mobile phone, and your phone becomes your ticket in a way that it hasn't up until now. So the idea w- would be that if you were a scalper trying to acquire lots and lots of tickets, you would have to have lots and lots and lots of mobile phones right? and acquire the tickets on each one of those mobile phones and then somehow transfer the tickets and the phones to whoever wants to buy them. So it's uh, they've had some, some interesting success with it in the U.K., and Pearl Jam, I guess, looked at that and said, okay, we're going to try it here with a few refinements. Okay, what are the refinements? Um, I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see exactly how they're going to execute this whole thing. Um, Here's the specifics but- that I know. Verified prints, uh, fan pre-sales begin on Thursday, January 23rd at 10 a.m. local time. There's yep. a special ticket pre-sale supported by the Ticketmaster Request platform for 10 club members, which is their yep. fan standard, club. Standard, yeah, that's that's normal, what we do for all tickets these days. Right, and in addition, uh, registration is required, and only fans that have been verified and invited to the pre-sale will receive an access code that will allow them to shop for tickets. So it's sort of like you got to get a wristband before you buy the tickets. Yeah, this has been, the verified fan thing with uh, Ticketmaster has been going on for a number of years now. I mean, when Taylor Swift went on tour, uh, you had to have verified fans before you could, that, that got you in line. Okay. It was basically a wristband to get you in line someplace. The, the difference here is that you're not going to buy the tickets through a website. You have to buy the tickets through your mobile phone. And that, again, ties the tickets to your phone uh, and I don't think anybody wants to give away their phone. What if you uh, lose your phone? Well, you're doomed. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. See, that's 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 another thing. You drop you know? your phone. Your phone is like, you can't use it. I got a spider web on my phone. But really, there's a Pearl Jam ticket in there. Look at, really, seat A5. It's mine, and I, no one's in it. Yeah, but you back up your phone, right? Well, if you're smart. If you're smart, it should be there, yeah. I've done this before. I yeah. did this with uh, the New York Yankees. I went to see a game there. Uh, in the Bronx a couple of years ago, and I bought my tickets through Ticketmaster, and there were no physical tickets. It was all on my phone and on my phone only. So 
It just goes to show you the ubiquitous nature of smartphones these days. Everybody's got them. Everybody uses them. Sure. Uh, 99% of all Pearl Jam fans would have one. So, you know, it is something that the, the whole idea is, is this issue of transferability. Ticketmaster and bands don't want people to transfer tickets that they've purchased to someone who might sell it at an inflated price in the secondary market. It's interesting that you bring that up because for fans who are unable to use their tickets, which is something that would come up, right? Like, I'm sick, I can't use my ticket. Fan-to-fan face value ticket exchange is going to be allowed. It will allow fans to resell their tickets for the price they paid, including all fees, um, and it launches February 18th. There's no additional fees to use the free service. But, uh, you know, Chris and I were talking off air, Alan, and there's nothing to say that, sure, I have to sell my ticket to you for face value because that w- is what it'll allow you, uh, but you have to pay me money for meeting up with you. Something like that. And you would assume that it could only be a phone-to-phone transfer, right? Right. So you can't uh, have... Um... Uh, a, a ticket that would be sold on StubHub or whatever. It'll be. It's an interesting experiment. You've mm-hmm. got to give Pearl Jam props for trying these things. Yep. Technology has come a long way since the battle with Ticketmaster in 1997. Uh, they have some you know, precedent to work on. I, I hope it works out. I really do. And Pearl Jam can do it because their fan base is so... Uh, so super super loyal. If you're if you get a ticket, you know you're, you you want to go and you're not going to give it up. So we'll see. I'm I'm very interested in this. All right. Well, Alan, uh, I just want to quickly you know uh, pick your brain here. I know you were at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas uh, this past week. What was interesting that you uh, came across? There was no real big gotta have it item this year, but there were a lot of interesting things that we're going to see either for Christmas 2020 or sometime in 2021 or maybe never. A lot of proof of concept stuff, a lot of prototypes, uh, things are in the pipeline that may never get funded, never get manufactured. But uh, if you bought a 4K TV, a big 4K TV for this unboxing day, well, guess what? You'll be looking at buying an 8K TV uh, this year. So many manufacturers are coming out with these things, even though there is almost zero 8K programming to watch. Um, some of the TVs are really, really cool. I saw one from a uh, Chinese manufacturer called Skyworth that they called uh, TV wallpaper. And Oh, my gosh, the- I'm looking forward to it. I think I know where you're going. It is half as thick as my pinky. Love it. So you put it up on your wall, and it kind of is. It, does it look clear when it's on your wall, and then you turn it on, and boom? Or am I hoping for the future now? There's a couple of, of TVs that are completely transparent. You would yes. put them on on a on a um, on a, like a, a bureau or something, mm-hmm. and when it's turned off, it is completely, utterly transparent. Or for fun, what you can do is populate your transparent thing with fish or with any other sort of visual thing. So you could have a virtual aquarium that disappears once you turn your TV on. Love it. I thought it was really cool. Price tags? Any? uh, No. These are, again, still in... See, the idea of of CES is is you're going to Walmart, you're going to Best Buy, you're going to all the manufacturers, and you're trying to say, here's what we got. Would you like to buy some? Right. Would you like to buy? And then that sets the price down the line. Got you. And uh, as well, if you have to ask, you can't afford it, Kelly. Uh, I saw one TV from LG that uh, they called it the wall, and it could expand to almost the size of a movie theater, and it was outstanding. Amazing. Amazing. And so hopefully, uh, you know, we won't 
fall in love with these items so much so that we never leave our house and get out to concerts. Uh, well, listen, the other thing that they had were robots, lots and lots of personal service robots, emotional support robots, elderly care robots. These things are coming, and we may not have to leave the house. All right. Well, Alan, I appreciate you uh, checking in with us. Thanks so much. I, I always love having you on the program. Anytime. Cheers. Alan Cross, host of the Ongoing History of New Music.